Hi, everybody. I'm Nia. I'm Nani. And this is Paranormal, Paranormal Pour. <laughs> so today we're going to be sipping some spirits while talking about some spooky spirits. Dun, dun, dun. So today I'm actually drinking the Casimir 49 Months Rum, um, which was selected, which is a barrel pick by the Florida Rum Society. So I'm really excited to try this because I actually have the, the barrel pick from Boat Drinks up in um, St. Augustine. If you're not familiar with Boat Drinks, they're very, very cool rum and kind of like a liquor store because they serve a lot of liquors, but they can also sell the rum, which is really unique situation. Oh, yeah. Um, this is 54.8%, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a pop. Ooh! Are we having another technical difficulty? No, 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 no okay, technical it's difficulty. It's coming. Ready? Ooh, mini. Little baby one. What more are like, you doing? More on like that? a pip. Um, I'm going light today. I'm drinking Malibu Splash RTD, passion fruit and coconut. It's I get only- that. I give yeah. her for that. It so we'll see. Really it's only 5%. We drank a lot at Rum News earlier this week, so I wanted to keep it light um, for Paranormal Pour today. So we will see. Ooh. That smells like... What are those candies that are caramel that usually... Werther's. Open? Huh? Werther's. Werther's? Yeah, that's... A, this is... This is what this is reminding me of. Mm. This is so freaking good. I told you. I know we shed a lot of Bacardi, but I mean on Malibu, but it's pretty good. It's juice. It's so good. They're dangerous because it tastes so good. Yeah. So, Nani, do you want to start? Did you start last time or did I start last time? I started last time. Okay. So, because I told the house story... Mm-hmm. from where my mom did the Ouija board I I have so many stories in the house so I think I'm just going to continue to tell two mini ones but okay. really, really interesting so back in the day oh so once upon a spooky story <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather um, at the time when he had that farm he used to be a uh, basically he would transport gas like gasoline in a truck Mm -hmm. like a huge truck in ecuador and sometimes he would like have to cross a lot of the country so a lot of the times on his way back home um to their main house he would sleep over there right okay makes sense. he, he told me that one night he got there super super late so he was super tired he's like i'm just gonna go to sleep whatever But as soon as he entered the house, he said he got a really creepy, creepy vibe from it. And I was like, yeah, because you guys were playing Ouija board. Why? Like, (laughs) hello. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think they told my grandpa. So that's another crazy part of the story. I think Mm -hmm. because the men were like doing men's stuff at the time and it was just the moms and the kids together. I don't think they ever told the men. Um, So, yeah, I spilled the beans about the Ouija board thing. (laughs) my grandpa was pretty pissed off because (laughs) he said that basically he went into the house it felt really really weird 
Then he went into the kitchen and he kept on hearing noises like stuff moving in the cupboards. Like mm -hmm. he's like, oh, there must be a rat. There must be something. So he kept on opening the cupboards, finding nothing. But it sounded like either plates were moving or like on the top um, where they had like the big plates to like if they had like a Christmas party or something or everybody got together and they were doing like feasts, they would have like the big plates to put yeah. the stuff up there was moving like and he would open it expecting to find like a rat or something mm -hmm. and nothing but it was all these noises but the scariest part of everything is that he said that when he went to sleep it was a night where it was very very hot so he slept with the windows he said he he um slept with i think the window right beside the bed with him open mm -hmm. and that he was sleeping on the bed and he heard a woman chuckle like an evil witch. Ooh, goosebumps, full body chills. Yeah, like an evil, like, like yeah, that. cackling. And he, like, immediately rose up out of the bed. And when he went to go put his feet in his shoes, her shoes were gone. And then he just, he said he just jumped out of the window. <laughs> he did a quick F this. Bye. Yep. So that's the story that I have from my grandpa. The funniest. <laughs> like, sorry, story. Abuelo, this happened like 50 years ago with the Ouija board. <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> yeah, he was like, no wonder the house always felt terrible. I can't believe your, your, your grandma with her crazy shit. Anyway, that's one, that's one story. The other story I have about the same house is that um, I think I kind of talked about this last time too. When the kids would go and play in the rivers, they would mm -hmm. go with the workers. And my mom always said that there was this, um, I almost thought African-American, but he wasn't African. He was African-Ecuadorian. Um, would always go with them and take care of the kids. He was like, my mom always remembered him like as the nicest, the kindest. He would always watch over them. He would play with them like crazy. And he was super, super strong too. My mom mm -hmm. would say that he was like, he would always move stuff around very easily, like furniture and everything. The giant so, friggin' pots that had to get, that got moved by themselves. No, <laughs> no, those actually, my mom told me that those, it required a couple of workers. That's why they were so like terrified when those things moved, moved by like, itself. Like yeah. a little like glass. Yeah. Um, unfortunately this guy, and I don't remember what happened. I don't know if he got murdered or he died. Anyway, he died. And my mom would say that every time they would go to the river, he had this thing of um, of filing his machete. Okay. And he would file his machete and it would make sounds. So the mm -hmm. kids knew like when he was busy down in the river, whatever. The day he died, that afternoon they were in the house. And remember they had like a wraparound porch where the kids yeah. were playing stuff? Yeah. He said that the, the day that he died, that afternoon, like once it started like to like be dusk and remember they had no electricity so everything was like candles or lanterns like gas petrol can like petrol stuff she said that they were sitting in the um in the living room and out of nowhere they see this like like apparition just walk 
like around the porch, all around the porch. And she's like, oh my God, did you guys see that? And everybody was like, oh, it's probably, I don't even remember his name. It's probably, I don't know, let's call him Ignacio. It's probably Ignacio. He's tracing his steps. Cause remember I told you that yeah. people say that stuff in Ecuador. So my mom was like, oh, okay. Oh my God, we're gonna miss him so much anyway. Then later at night when it was super dark and everybody was just um, hanging around in the living room and just like playing board games or puzzles or something, she said it was, but it was kind of quiet. They started to hear because he, when he would sharpen his machete, you could hear up to the house if it was quiet enough. Yeah. That everybody was playing like puzzles or board games or like putting together stuff that they started hearing the, the machete the sound of the machine. Oh my gosh. Y'all can't see it, but it's literally like goosebumps. Oh my God. So yeah, she, she told me, so I have those two stories about that specific house, which is freaking crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I Sometimes I want to, I don't know. I would never, I don't think I could ever live in a house like that or buy a house like that, that I know is just so old and it's just so out in the middle of nowhere that I'd be comfortable living there just because even just the house settling, it would just be such an old home that like just the creeks and cracks of the yeah, house. Yeah, because this, this house was all wood. Like it was yeah, and, wood. and those homes, they like, they settle, they creak, they, you know, they make all their creaking sounds. And, and I don't think I could ever live in a house like that to visit, maybe spend a night just to see if I get the heebie-jeebies, but I don't yeah. know. If Sadly, they, they like sold that. that property and they tore the, the new owners tore down that entire house, which was made out of wood and mm -hmm. built by hand, which was really sad. My mom, yeah. even though everything happened, they were pretty fond of those summers. Yeah. Did they, um, did the new owners put a new house up or no? Um, I don't know. Once they mm -hmm. sold the property, they, it's kind of like a well it used to be in a super remote area now that they have pretty big highways built all over the place i'm sure it's like a lot easier mm, yeah. so what's your story today i have a couple so i was when you mentioned about them seeing the apparition like the shadow i was like i don't think i've ever seen an apparition um i've seen like shadow figures just like moving out the corners of my you know like when they're just darting out the corners of your eyes but yeah. like full body I've never seen like a full apparition like first sight on except I remembered this one time I was about 16 17 and me my friend my brother and two of our other friends were in the car and my friend was driving I was in the front seat my brother was in the back middle and then the two friends on either side. So for those of you who don't know, I'm from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Super historic, super old. Everything there is old. Almost everything is historic. And there's oh this God, one. The it's, AC just turned on and it went, Whoa, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you were telling your story. I kept like looking at my reflection, at the reflection of the glass. I was like, I swear if something blocks out that light, I'm going to lose my I'm out. I know. I'm like, I'm out. Done. I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah because now you're scaring me too i know at one point i was like i kept like looking behind me and i noticed like the blinds start moving but then i realized one of the cats was back there yeah, i was probably. like probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so you you haven't been to the cape yet right or have you oh, okay no. very dark very 
very dark. Picture, I can't even think of a place that's rural enough. The Midwest is probably rural enough, but um, it's so, you know, modernized and, you know, urbanized as of late that I'm not even sure, but it's very dark. Like our highway has no street lights. It's only two lanes on either side and there's trees and forests between the two sides. So it's like you only see your your directional road and that's it. Like you don't have headlights of oncoming cars. So if it's nighttime and you're a lot like there's not a lot of traffic because it's very like I said, it's rural. It's like an hour and a half outside of the city. So um and most places close there super early. So it's not like, you know, down here where it's three in the morning and there's still a lot of traffic and there's still a lot of, you know, and people. Hustle and yeah. Hustle. yeah. So if it's if you're driving at night in general, the streets are pretty empty. And again, they're dark. There's not a lot of lighting at all. Neighborhoods have no lighting whatsoever. So if the house's lights aren't on, you're not seeing anything. Um, <clears throat> so all this to say, we were driving to another friend's house who lives in these like backwoods off the beaten path roads. And again, no street lights. It was a very windy road. And we were in the car just like sharing our paranormal stories. And we were just talking about how creepy the ro- that specific road is at night because on either side of the road, it's like deep ravines. So yeah. it's like very easy, God forbid, like if you hit black ice in the winter for people who don't know what black ice is, it's just a very thin layer of ice that's on the road. It's called black ice because you can't see it um, because it, it's black with the road pavement. So it's very easy that if you flip on that, like you're going down the, you know, you're going into the trench. So we were just talking about how those roads are dangerous and they're creepy looking because it's very windy and there's not a single street light anywhere. It's very dark. And this one particular night, I, again, I was in the passenger seat, friend was driving, my brother was in the middle seat, two friends behind us on either side. And he went to take like, a a curve in the road and as he did it was kind of a foggy night but not super foggy but just enough that like it was it wasn't so foggy that it was like oh you can't see on the roads it's super dangerous or anything like that but it was like foggy enough that you could see misty stuff on the you know just above the the surface of the road and I had I was like looking behind because I was talking to my brother and our two friends And then as I turned forward, I saw like what looked like the lower half of a person, just like the the waist down, like just legs, like running across the road. And I'm I'm literally getting- Did you scream? Were you like- I didn't scream, but I literally, I just kind of stopped and I didn't say anything. And because it was like, it was translucent. It wasn't solid. And again, we would have been able to see the full body because his headlights hit, like, was, sh- you know, showing, hitting that area. So yeah. if it had a person, and I was like, maybe, maybe it was just me. Maybe my eyes, like, because I was, like, talking behind and I turned my head and I was like, maybe I just saw something and my head is, like, you know, materializing it and trying to make something of it. And or, like, maybe as the car was coming around, the fog moved and it something. kind of. Something, yeah, exactly. Like, so I didn't say anything, but I was just like, so I didn't say anything. Until my brother was like, did anybody else just see that? And I was like, and I didn't say anything. And I was like, what did you see? He's like, it literally looked like a pair of legs running across the, I was like, oh my God, I saw it. The driver did not see it. And the other two girls did not see it. So 
I was just like, okay, so I'm not crazy. There was something, but that he didn't see it when he was, and he was driving. So only me and my brother saw me and my brother like are sensitive. So like we see things, but he was looking straight on and he saw it. And so when he said, did anybody else see that? I was like, what did you see? (laughs) So that's the only time I saw anything that was like close to an apparition aside from the thing that I said last time about the misty, but it was, it wasn't like a human. It was just kind of like a a rough silhouette. It wasn't like, I wouldn't even know if I'd call it an apparition because it was misty more than anything. Um, but that was the only time I saw something like that. Um, and then again, like I said, I've seen just for a second, it looked like my closet light turned on. Shut up. I would literally scream for you. (laughs) It didn't, but I was just like, my eyes had to focus for a second because it really looked like it was. I don't know. It was very weird. Um, Is here in this place. Wait, before you tell that story Uh real Mm -hmm. quick. I don't know if you heard this, but a lot of psychic and mediums said that ever since COVID happened, because all of those massive deaths of people, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, it has opened things to spirit and a lot of people are seeing things out of the corner of their eyes and let me tell you that your girl <laughs> has remember i told you that when phil's cousin was here and mm. she went to the office room i swear to god i saw somebody peeking out like their head like this out of yeah. the wall and yeah. i thought this is cousin being funny and then i looked yeah. over and then it was gone and it was yeah. so and it wasn't her yeah well, it, those I, types of things I think creep me out more dude, than seeing like if somebody, I just got the chills right now. For, no, seriously, for real though, because you know some people always say, "Oh, I saw like this person. This apparition was so real that I thought it was a person." So when you're when they're so solid that you think it's a person, you don't really think to freak out because your mind is like, "Oh, that's a person." Yeah. So you go talk to them. You go to whatever well, and, and she, rationalize it, it just gone into the into this exactly into the so in your mind you're like oh it was her like that's yeah. it, it's not until after you like put two and two together that you're like oh wait that wasn't her so in that moment you're like okay but it's the uh, seeing things out of the corner of the eye knowing that there's nothing you know what i mean so for me i knock on wood i up until a couple weeks ago i hadn't had it happen here in a very long time years probably um, it used to happen a lot years ago when my ex and I were still together. And then we saged the place and luckily most of it stopped happening. But I'll never, there was this one particular time, it happened all the time, but this one particular time I think creeped me out the most because there was no debunking it. Other times I'm like, it's one of the cats. It's just one of the cats. So this one particular time, I, I don't even know if I told you about this time, I was in the kitchen And those of you who don't know my house, I have a galley style kitchen. So, and that's just like two narrow counters. And then, you know, that's where you cook and do your stuff. So I was facing the sink. So the GTF that stuff. Google that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. GTF. Galley kitchen. Um, So I'm facing my sink at which point the opening to the rest of my condo is on my right. So the doorway, my dining table, my living room, everything is to my right. Behind me is just a wall to the other side of the kitchen. To my left, there's nothing. There's no opening. There's no nothing there. There's no door. There's no window. So I'm facing my sink and out of the corner of my eye, I just see a big, like not a big, it wasn't like human size. It was like probably like a cat size, 
ball of like black just like dark from where you know where that mirror is on my wall which is on the left yeah dark from left to her right and i'm like oh a cat must have been sitting there and i didn't know it and they just like ran across but usually i have hard floors when a cat runs you can hear the their little claws like skittering yeah. on the ground yeah or you know there's something that you hear the movement yeah. i heard nothing but in my mind, I'm like, oh, that must have been one of the cats. That's weird. I didn't know one of them was there because I had just walked by, was, you know, going into the kitchen. There was no cat there. So I'm like, it must have been one of the cats. But I'm like, what made it move that way? Because there's not, there was, there's nothing to the left of that wall. It's just the wall. So I'm like, what would have made it run over that way? It moved so fast. So I kind of like peeked out to see like where the cat had gone. And all three of them were passed out asleep in my bedroom. All three of them. It wasn't like one of them was like moving around, slowly walking. It was literally like from one second to the next, I saw the movement and I went to go check to see what it was, thinking it was a cat. No, they're all asleep, nowhere near where I had just seen this. So for me, and that happened again recently, that this instance I'm talking about was years ago, but it happened again recently and I was like, nope, Nope, not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. <laughs> so for me, I was just like, that's what I always see. Is like, just like sometimes I'll swear I'll see like, like I'm I'm looking this way, like, but my bathroom's right there, and I'll swear that I'll see like, okay, somebody's standing over there, and I'll look, and of course there's nothing there. Just like, that kind of stuff. I see. I see a lot of lights, like lights. Hmm. Like white light stuff. It's really weird. I wouldn't even I call it like dark. orbs, but I see like, you know, like when you see in the, the ghost videos of like, that we always see, it's like when they do, a, oh, this was an apparition and it's kind of like vertical and you see that white, like, I can't, I see like that. A, like a light anomaly kind of-ish. But not like an orb. Yeah. It's like a, like a vertical line. I've seen vertical. Out of the corner yeah, of my eye. I'm like, what is that? I have seen an orb with my own eyes. Yeah at i'll have to google the name of the prison but it's one of the oldest most haunted prisons in the country oh didn't you go to penn state no it wasn't penn state this one is in south carolina oh shoot i, I don't remember i'll have to google what it's called but we can talk about that on next. the next episode episode yeah it was actually the jail that housed and I'll, I'll get the facts right for next week's episode um it was a jail that housed the country's first female murderer if i'm not mistaken okay like convicted okay. obviously i'm sure there were women before her but convicted yeah um, murderer. yeah her name, yeah, her name was Lavinia. <laughs> Lavinia was her name so and in fact, it's probably, like once I start telling her story, you'll probably be like, oh, I heard of this. But yeah, so we did a tour of that jail at night a few years ago. And that was, I swear I keep seeing my eyes like I need new glasses. I swear I keep seeing my like closet light on. Um, so or do you think it's the screen on the computer or maybe it is turning on? Watch out. No. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. It's. I swear. I don't. I can't tell if it's like. <laughs> or what? But 
Yeah, no, as we were saying, but for me, those just like just barely seeing those shapes for me, because it's a human tendency and it's in our nature, it's in our physiology to be able to kind of sense when somebody's staring at you. Oh yeah, you feel it. Have that feeling. Yeah. I get that feeling way too much when I'm home alone, that like I'm being watched and I'm just, oh, I just got full body chills. I got and full so, body chills for you. <laughs> so it's like, so when you're having that feeling and you feel like you can see something just outside of your peripheral vision and and you're having that feeling to coincide with yeah. the sensation. Yeah. Yeah. To actually, today's the first. I should probably do a saging today. <laughs> a you, cleansing. You should. We should. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to keep it short and sweet today. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed your stories. Again, don't forget, put comments down below if you're dealing with these kinds of things or if you have some cool stories. Don't forget to give us a call too. We have a number. Yes. Which is 305. <laughs> Eight one four seven six eight seven, or email yep. us at um uh, stories at no G yeah paranormal poor stories she's cut off already I swear it's my first room <laughs> paranormal poor stories at gmail dot com gmail .com. or hit us up on our Instagram or our Facebook our socials we are there if you want if you feel more comfortable just DMing us something yeah doing it on the burner account but we have uh some documentaries to watch this weekend don't we yeah i'm excited okay well thank you so much good to see you nani cheers, cheers. i look forward cheers. to the spooky story <laughs>